Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A Year of No Fear. Today, and for the remainder of February, and also for the beginning part of March, we're going to be in the book of Psalms. So today I'm going to be reading out of Psalm 3 and Psalm 4, and I'm just going to read the entire thing because they're both very short. But in the book of Psalms, what I've read, none of them say, do not fear, but it talks about fear and it talks about peace and being safe and things like that, like God making us safe and us not having to fear. So it's a different side of do not fear, but equally as important. So I'm still going to talk about it. So if you have your Bible and you want to read along, go with me to Psalm 3. And then once I'm done reading Psalm 3, then I'm going to be reading Psalm 4. But the main focus scriptures are Psalm 3, verse 6, and Psalm 4, verse 8. Okay, so at the top of Psalm 3, it says, A Psalm of David regarding the time David fled from his son Absalom. It says, O Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. So many are saying God will never rescue him. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory the one who holds my head high. I cried out to the Lord and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety for the Lord was watching over me. I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. Slap all my enemies in the face. Shatter Shatter the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May you bless your people. And this is another Psalm of David. And it says, answer me when I call you, O God, who declares me innocent. Free me from my trouble troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make groundless accusations? How long will you continue your lies? You can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting your anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust the Lord. Many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace, I will lay down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. So in Psalm chapter 3, verse 6, he said, I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround my every side. And then in the next Psalm, he said, In peace, I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, will keep me safe. So David isn't the only soul writer of the book of Psalms, but a lot of the Psalms he wrote. And I mean, honestly, a lot of the Psalms talk about like peace and safety. But specifically for David, he was on the run multiple times in his life, you know, from from his enemies. But David said, I lay down and slept. Yet I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. And I talked about this a, um, a few days ago, or maybe last week, about how literally all of hell can come up against a child of God. But you, like, it's illegal. It's literally illegal for the enemy to touch you. He has no right other than the rights that you give him if you allow him, because the Bible says whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So David said that he laid down in safety. He laid down and he slept. 
and he woke up and he was safe because God was watching over him. He was not afraid of the 10,000 enemies who surrounded him on every side. And why was he not afraid? Why was he not afraid? Because if you go back and if you listen to all of the things that I've talked about so far, you can see time and time again where the Lord has kept his people safe, where the Lord was faithful to perform his word, where he was faithful to keep his promises. Today is day 38 of the year of no fear. Today is day 38. So for 38 days, we've seen 38 different scriptures, 38 different Bible verses that the Lord has said, do not fear to his people. Or someone has said under the anointing of the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, do not be afraid. And attached a promise to that statement to not be afraid. And I was looking back, I've been looking back, um, I was looking back actually yesterday, and I was just thinking about how much, like, how could you not believe the word? Like, how could you read, like, I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, because I'm the one reading these every single day, and I'm the one who's talking about these things every single day, how could you read these Bible verses and still fear? and still have fear. It's it's not possible to me. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you drive out all of that fear by the word and you replace it with the promises of God and you have something different living in you. Today is day 38 of this. I've been reading do not be afraid, do not fear in the word of God for 38 days, 38 scriptures. And when you read it that many times, It starts to come alive to you. It starts to become real. So David said that he lay down and he slept in safety because the Lord was watching over him. He wasn't afraid because who was watching over him? The Lord. And he wasn't afraid even though 10,000 of his enemies surrounded him on every side. So in Psalm chapter 4 verse 8, he says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. So when your enemies are surrounding you, when it looks like your enemy has surrounded you, when it looks like things are going to overtake you, you can lay down in sleep because the Lord will keep you safe. You know it's a different kind of peace when you can lay down in the midst of what looks like danger and be safe and know that you are safe. That's what Jesus did when he was in the boat, when him and the disciples were crossing the river and the storm came. Jesus was sleeping in the middle of the storm. He knew that that storm couldn't touch him. And the other day I was listening to um, a prayer. I was watching a prayer service and the evangelist, he was just saying how Jesus didn't rebuke the storm for his sake because he was sleeping through the storm. He had full peace. He had full peace in the storm. He knew that that storm couldn't take them out. He rebuked the storm for the disciples' sake because they were the ones who were fearful. But when you know who you are, when you know that the Lord is on your side, when you know that he keeps you safe, that he won't let any harm overtake you, that he won't let anything come against you or your body or your house because of the promises of the word, because you are grounded in these promises and you are more convinced of their reality than the reality that you see with your eyes, 
when you get to that level, you don't have to even worry. You don't have to be afraid. You can sleep in the middle of what looks like chaos. And not because God is causing the chaos, not because the chaos is going to happen because this is life. No, because the enemy, yes, the enemy will try. We live in this world. We're not of this world, but we live in this world. But the peace that you have in the storm is not just God has given me peace in this storm. I don't know how I'm going to make it, but I know I'm getting no. Because you are grounded on the word of God. You look at that. You don't even you don't you're not even threatened by it. You can literally sleep through it like, wow, that never even touched me. I didn't even know that was going on. Not in a way of like, oh, I'm on the boat in the middle of the storm and I'm holding on for my life. I'm just holding on, holding on for dear life. The winds are crazy, but I'm holding on like, no, Jesus was literally asleep because he knew that he had all authority over every attack of the enemy. And he didn't, he would have slept. He would have slept if the disciples didn't wake him up. So when you know who you are, when you know that it is illegal for the enemy to touch you, when you know that it's illegal for him to attack you, for him to literally even place hands on you, when you know who you are, a joint heir with Christ, a child of God seated in heavenly places, when you know what belongs to you, when you know what you're entitled to as a child of God, you don't look at the circumstances. You The circumstances don't matter to you. They have no factor into what it is that the Lord has told you to do or what the Lord, where the Lord has told you to go. That's not a factor to you. God told them, or Jesus told them, we're going to cross the river to get to the other side. So when the Lord tells you, you're going to cross this river or you're going to go to this place, you're going to go here and you start seeing things that are that look like a storm, when you start seeing things that that don't make sense, you start seeing things that look like, oh, this is an attack from the enemy. No, because the Lord has told me to go to this place. I am going to go to that place. And I'm going to and I'm and I know that I'm going to be safe because the Lord is on my side. The Lord told me to take this path and I will take this path. This is the path that the Lord has set my feet upon, and that's the path that I will go on. And I know that he will keep me safe because his word says that that's what's going to happen. You alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Because if God told you to go to that place, if God told you to do that thing, you can sleep peacefully you can walk peacefully through whatever circumstance it looks like because you know that that's what the Lord has called you to do. So you are not subject to that. You're not, like I said, like Jesus wasn't in the boat. Like, okay, I know we're supposed to cross to the other side, but I'm just holding on because I don't know what's going to happen. This storm looks pretty bad. We might get thrown off the boat. No, I am going to lay my head down and sleep peacefully and not even acknowledge these circumstances. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to pay any attention. When you're more convinced of the word of God, when you're more convinced that the word is more of a reality, is more real than anything that you see with your eyes, 
you will be able to do anything that the Lord has told you to do. Because the Bible says that anything is possible for him who believes. And believes what? The word or what your eyes see. But when you look at things with your natural eyes, when you look at things through what you see, if you see a storm and you're on a boat in the middle of a a lake or a river or wherever they were, you're going to act like the disciples. You're going to be scared of the storm. But you should have peace and confidence, faith, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You should have faith in the word over what your eyes see. The enemy uses fear to hinder or to stop the movement of what God is trying to do. Matthew chapter 13 verse 19 says, The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away that seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are being persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the word of this by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so the fruit is not produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear the word and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much as has been planted. So that tells us immediately when a word is sown, when God gives you a word, immediately the enemy is already trying to come and snatch that word from you. And there are different types of soil and you need to be the one that's the good soil, that the roots grow deep and much fruit is produced rather than the one who who receives the word. But immediately after that, they start to look at the worries of this life. Or the ones that don't last long. You have to be fully convinced of the promises of God. You have to be fully convinced of his word. Because his word is more true than anything that your eyes will ever see. When Jesus said, we're crossing this river, we're going to the other side. And the storm came. He was peacefully asleep in the storm confident of who he was confident that nothing was going to happen so when the lord tells you to go to the other side or when the lord tells you to go and do this thing that looks like so big and i couldn't ever possibly do that or even if you're like okay i'm gonna do that you have faith in the beginning but what does the word say they hear god's word but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life So when you hear the word of the Lord, but immediately you start worrying about how it's going to, it's not your job. It's not your job to make that thing come to pass. It's the Lord's. You have nothing. I'm sorry, but like, yeah, you take the steps. But other than that, you have nothing to do with that. You don't cause it to happen. The Lord does. It's not for you to worry about. So don't fear because the Lord is watching over you. The Lord is guiding your steps. He's making your path. And he will cause you to sleep peacefully, even when it looks like you're being surrounded by your enemies, even when it looks like you're being attacked from every side. The Lord will cause you to lie down in peace and he will give you full confidence and assurance that when you're asleep or that when you're surrounded, 
you will be safe. That's what he promises to you. That is the promise that you need to take hold of today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Follow the podcast on Instagram. It's at H-I-H-B podcast for hallelujah. I have breakthrough. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here. I love you guys and I'll talk to you guys on Saturday. Bye.